Are you freaking kidding me? God, I waited all day to say that. Welcome to Steamer Season 1, Episode 27. We got a solo podcast coming your way. Here with your boy Greed. What a weekend, man. What a weekend. A little, little too much to drink. Sixers 5-0, and only unbeaten team left in the NBA. Furkan Korkmaz uncorked it. Hit the three. No Joel Embiid went into Portland. That's some that's some people's like number three or four team in the West right now. Going to Portland and Furkan Korkmaz. Get him his statue. I, I just I could not believe it. I thought I was seeing shit for how many drinks I had in me at this time. But I saw that replay. And Ah, ah, unbelievable. Furky, are you furcan kidding me? That can't happen. It can't. It can. It did. It furcan did. It's amazing, man. It's just, you sign Al Horford, and now no one stresses when, when Embiid's out. Honestly, and B gets suspended. I think every Sixers fan is just like, fine, good, suspend him. We're fine with that. Load management. We'll we'll take him to sit out on a long road trip. We have Al Horford now. It's fine. Everything's great. Keep him healthy. When we need him, we need him. As long as we have him for the playoffs, that's all that matters. We're just that good. I just love how everyone fills in their role every time something goes wrong or someone's out. I think it's just it speaks to the value of each player on the team now. Horford, Horford, I I mean it's probably it was probably the most underrated, undervalued acquisition in the in free agency of all all the moves. It was all about where's Durant, where's Kyrie going, where's Kawhi going. And then you get to this Al Horford signing. The Sixers' main problem last year is what what will we do with Embiid? Al Horford comes in. This isn't a problem. You draft Matisse Thibel. Have a great 3 and D player now. You fill out, you fill in for Covington. You get a player that's, you know, you can develop. He's not a scorer like Butler, but we got new guys to step up for Butler. And now we have a guy to step in for Embiid. We don't have the Simmons replacement. If Simmons goes down, okay, we panic. That is panic. But hey, man, the Sixers are riding high, 5-0. and I'm loving it. It's just, I, come playoffs, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to be worried. No team, no team in the East, fear, I, I have no team that's making me lose sleep. Good man. There's some shit that went down this week. I got. I got to address. All right, and it's honestly, it's like it's just an open topic because it, it's really up for debate. And it it kind of as we age, as we get older, it doesn't really happen as much anymore because everyone uh, now we all have money. 
but this was a huge issue for me growing up. And I, if I still see it now, I, I'm like, why do we still do this? When you go to a restaurant with like friends or like a group and you're trying to split the check, why can't we just, why can't one person just pick it up? And then we just like, we have, there's so much technology now with apps and paying people with Venmo, PayPal, give them cash. I don't care. Just one person picks up the check, pays for it, and then you figure it out later. Don't go, don't, don't look at the, the waiter after they bring out the check and say, can you go divide this by each person? We have eight people here. You have to fig- ma- ma- like manually figure out what each person had divided up equally. Don't do that. And don't be the person like you have to a- get the exact dollar amount from each person like in cash. Like that was what used to piss me off is that we would sit at the table for 15 minutes and one person would just delegate the whole table and say, give me all the cash and I'll figure it out from there. Like, did anyone check what they did? No. You just handed over the $20 bill. That's what I did. But I hated it. I'm At this point, every time I go out, I I just look around. I'm like, who's going to do it? No one, no one's ready to do it. No one's sitting there, wallet ready. I just, I throw the card out. I said, all right, you figure out what you owe me. Just Venmo me. No, no worries. And they're like, well, should we, should we add in for the tip? What do you think? Would you tip them? I mean, I'm going to tip them. That's another thing. And then that's something I, I, I'm still trying to figure out because people are such bad tippers. They had to put in the policy that you have to, like, the included gratuity because people just never tipped. And it's probably cut from the split checks shit. Like, one person throws, like, $1, and then another person throws nothing, and then the, the waiter ends up getting no tip because everyone's saying it's, like, 11 bucks. It's easier. It's just easier for one person to pick it up. Everyone wins. No extra work. Just you know, you know what you got. You you send the money electronically now, and then there's no more no more stress. It's it's just it's such wasted time. Wasted, like like let me sit here and finish my beer, and not have to worry about any of this like counting money. Did you order this side of? blue cheese that cost him 50 cents for no goddamn reason. Like, no. None of that. One person pays and that's it. Done. And maybe treat your friend every once in a while. There's just people that just like, they just, you know, I've known this person for 10 years across from me. You know, hook it up. What's good with that? I feel like we're not generous enough. Granted, I don't do that that much. I like at a bar, I'll get someone to drink every once in a while. I have, I'm yet to like just full on pick up the check and say, "Hey, thanks for coming out, guys. This one's on me." I guess I'm an ass. That's that's just the deadline to it. Well, maybe everyone is. I don't know. What the hell's going on now? Got Furkan hitting threes, game winners, and. Me sitting at a table trying to figure it out while people count the money at the table. It just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't add up. Shit's just going bonkers right now. We need to get into some more positive thoughts. It was actually just a great weekend in, in general for Philly Sports. I mean that Couturier shootout goal. That was awesome. Flyers win in OT. 
you Sixers still undefeated. Everyone's riding high. Everyone, everyone sold it. This is this is it. And Bede basically made Towns go back into his crib and cry. That sucks. Like I kind of like Towns. I just think that like he has that you know that personality. That he's like he he has to try to strive to be the best, and he knows who he has to take down, and he can't do it. And then you just got Embiid egging him on with the shit talk. It's just great. Uh, great entertainment. The whole league was like just beside itself seeing all that shit go down. And then the Eagles won today. Eagles beat the Bears. And I'm like, I'm this. This wasn't. This was a good win, but this wasn't the win that's like. We're back in it. It's not that win yet. No, we got some tough games coming up. And we still need to, you know, we still need to make sure we get past the Cowboys because I don't know if the I don't know if this record is going to get us there. This is, it, our season is literally putting itself in the tee box. We're lining up the tee, and all it says is eight and eight. God damn it! I'm not liking it. I need better than eight and eight. You know, to convince yourself as a Super Bowl team, like teams have done with the nine seven record, and they go out and shock people. I don't want to be that. I want to be the team like we go on a run before the postseason that says. All right, everyone, everyone, just take a step back because they're coming. Like I want, I want Tom Cruise. Like someone needs to make the Tom Cruise edit from Tropic Thunder, where you just take literally it's the Eagles calling, or no, it's like the Cowboys calling, or who who would call the Cowboys? Yeah, the Cowboys would call, and then it's like Doug Peterson's face instead of Tom Cruise, and he tells him to take a step back and literally freak his own face. That's that's what I need. I need that type of content. I don't know. But here's, here's, here's what I got to say about the Eagles today. So from, from a general standpoint, they played well. And the two things they did today that they haven't done, I mean, first off, they were healthy, positive. We got, I mean, D-Jack played for what, like 10 snaps? But, hey, his presence, it gave us energy. All right, that's that's what you need. You need energy at these times. But then there's it was just the time I felt in the first half, and don't get me wrong, penalties are influencing the game way too much right now. Like I felt like all the calls went our way in the first half. That's why it might have been a really good first half. But we held the ball, and our time of possession today was just phenomenal. I mean, first off, to close out the game. They go on, what, that 16-play drive or something. Takes off, like, eight minutes. They get a field goal. Makes it an eight-point game. And it's just like it it drained all that momentum out of the Bears at that point. But then the first half, run the ball. They did. Jordan Howard ran well. Good revenge game. Carson was picking up third downs. And I'm starting, like, the the criticism to Carson, I don't, I don't, like, I don't like hearing it because I don't, I just know he's an elite. I think he's an elite quarterback. I, mean, I he's just gonna he's gonna have games where he plays phenomenal. Obviously, he has some shaky starts, but he does need to improve on his pocket awareness. It, it's there's sometimes he's just standing there like a statue, man. Get the feet moving. You, you gotta be willing to like get you know lateral movement. You gotta go side to side, be able to like dodge a tackler every once in a while. He's not doing that. He did that in his MVP caliber season. 
I'm not seeing that. I'm like, I'm not seeing this movement. It, like, there's... It, you gotta... Especially against a team, you know that they have a nice pass rush. Like, you... I know our offensive line's good, but you're gonna give up plays at some point. You gotta help them out. You gotta you gotta bail them out sometimes. But another thing, I mean, we gotta catch the ball. It's it's getting bad. Even Alshon, Alshon's dropping some passes. He made a big catch on that on that long drive. But I mean, he had two or three go right through his hands. Like we gotta help. We gotta help each other out. It's it's just like. I get it. If it happens like week one or two, you're like you're you're just getting it into the season. Like that, this is week nine. Week nine. I'm not, I'm expecting I'm expecting you guys to go out there and play some good football. The Chargers just went out and absolutely annihilated Green Bay because they played great football today, and that's finally now they might click. Now this is the, they. I was skeptical about Green Bay going into L.A. because I think that now the Chargers are getting their pieces back. Like this is where your team this is where your team identifies itself. And when you got, I mean you you we established the run game. We finally found Ertz in in targets and, and in plays. And that's what our identity should be is like we can run the ball well. We have a great offensive line, we'll use it to our advantage. And then we we find our, our big weapons, which are supposed to be Alshon, Deshaun, and Ertz. We haven't had Deshaun, Alshon. I mean, he. I. I. This has been really a kind of a down year, in my opinion. He's just his speed looks a little down, and he's just not like he's not making these big catches like we're used to. He's had some. Don't get me wrong. He's like, I still love having him out there. We need him, but like we gotta help. We gotta help Wentz out. So offensively, like I'm seeing the possessions are looking a lot better. Chewing up the clock, keeping our defense off the field, not letting their offenses get in rhythm. It's good. It's it's solid. I'll take I'll take the eight minute drive, get some points, because then our defense isn't getting shredded with with a, a top receiver. Especially that's something we got to do against like the Cowboys when they have Amari and Gallup, and then they have Zeke. Like we we got to keep their offense off the field. So yeah, it was a great win. Offensively, we did well. Defensively, I mean, we went against Trubisky. All right, he's like he's had his this really, you know, setback here. Yeah, obviously he got hurt. But defensively, I'm still seeing the holes. Like, yeah, we we only gave up 14 points, and the first half they played really well. But all right, let's go. Let's review what happened in the second half. Like I said, Taylor Gabriel got that big play. He was wide open. Trubisky missed Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson burned Mills, and Trubisky underthrew it. It could have easily been a touchdown. Any like any of the top any teams you're not facing the playoffs, that's likely a touchdown. So, I, I'm still seeing the secondary holes, but the the front seven played played solid. I'll give them that. They did play solid. I think we're I think we're one of the best run defenses in the league, no doubt. But I, it's th- like I'm still feeling this like not so sure about our secondary right now. It's better. I think the team in general is playing better, but still, it's like I can still see that the potential for uh, you know, the big game for the other offense with their receiving core. 
So overall, I mean, it was a, it was a great win. We just, like I said, we got to clean up the sloppiness. This is where we're, Eagle season's right here. I mean, all right, we're going to figure out identity. Carson's going to have to come play. They need to have better. I think they still need to work on their play calling a little bit. I mean, they're doing some better stuff. I like the uh, like the play actions with the rollout, and then Wentz finds an earth across the middle stuff. That's that's the plays that we need to be running more. But I mean, the the play design can't be that you have Wentz sit there and let our routes develop. It doesn't work, especially against teams with good pass rush. He's not. He's thinking about sitting in the pocket, waiting for someone to get open. He's not moving. He's not, you know, he's, his best plays come from when he's out of the pocket making a move. Because he can run, or he's very good at, you know, finding a play to make. When he, like, when he knows he has to move, that's when we're going to be our best. So I think we got to work on doing more rollouts, more play actions. Stop doing these, like, like stop hoping that Matt Collins is going to get open. Just... I don't. I still don't understand why he's on the field and why we didn't put a claim in for Josh Gordon if he went twenty eighth to the Seahawks. It doesn't. It, it doesn't add up, especially when you know there was two positions you were supposed to address at the trade deadline, which you didn't address. Okay, sure. It sent a message to your team. You believe in this team, but are we still believing in Matt Collins to be a playmaking receiver? Is JJ Orsega Whiteside going to see the field? I mean, that was a second-round pick. DK Metcalf is lighting it up right now. Terry McLaurin lighting it up right now. I'm, I'm still saying it. Like Paris Campbell's going to start getting a lot of action too. It Preston Williams. I mean, I mean, it, it's this thing. Like I, it's I don't get it. Why doesn't he see the field? It's it's painful. When you think about it, like, yeah, we won, but then there's still these little side effects that are just like, what are we doing here? Like, you win, but but you think you're off the hook because you won, but that's something we need to address. And then they didn't address it this year. So hopefully we figure that out. Like I said, it was a good win for the Birds. Not too upset. But yeah, they have holes. All right, I want to address one other thing because this is something we brought up in the early stages of the podcast right when Minshew Mania started. And it was more about, you know, what's going to happen with Nick Foles. And I think it's I think it's I think it's clear now. I mean, there's some things with Gardner Minshew that he does really well for a QB and especially as a rookie. His footwork is incredible. He's pretty good on the the short throws, like he, he makes some good throws accurately. I think he's got a lot of potential to be a, like he can become a starting quarterback. And I honestly think that they expose him to good playing time, but I they have to bring in. I, I think Nick Foles has to start. Nick Foles went out throwing a dime to DJ Chark for a touchdown, and he got hurt on it. You paid him this big contract. I, I, I think that you have to, and especially going up your Houston matchup this week, basically. It, it left that was your division chance right there. Houston now now holds it again. Indy obviously lost. Jacoby Brissett got hurt today. We don't know what his look like his injury is going to look like. But that this game was Gardner Minshew's like 
it had this had to be it. I I think that you know this is you, you got to turn back the foals at least for now. As you got to say we're gonna go with the veteran. See if we can close out the season on a high note. Hopefully contend for a wild card. This was my dark horse team. They've shown some signs of being solid. Chark was a breakout. Fournette having a monster year. I said that all along. Their defense. I mean, they traded Jalen Ramsey, got some assets back, and then you still have some young defensive players in uh, Ngakwe, Josh Allen, Miles Jack. So this, I mean, it's still a team with with talent. So I'm 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 riding. I'm putting Nick Foles in as soon as. You know, they're probably not going to wait until after the bye and then he comes off IR. But, like I said, he, I'm activating him. I'm saying Nick Foles will start. You got to you gotta see if this is you're going to ride this contract out. You know, you can't just go to Minshew and then call a quiz with Nick Foles. You, you, you signed Nick Foles to the big contract because you said we want an established quarterback Great reputation. He just took this team into the playoffs. He looked great. Very good throw on the ball. And from what he played in his half a game against Kansas City, he threw a nice touchdown. So, there's no – I mean, there was a question in the beginning. I said if Minshew had this team in a playoff contention, and then you had to ride Minshew. They're not. They can still get there. I think you go to the veteran. No doubt. All right, enough with the Minshews. It's time for the Cash Out Blackout recap. This was a Cash Out week. You, you, I have the, I have the player pool right here. I'm gonna read. I'll go through my picks. Actually, let me go through my picks first, so then I'll read. I'll read the top lineup because mind blowing is what we'll call it. All right, I said QBs were Wilson, Allen, Rivers, Stafford. Well, you needed Wilson or Stafford, really. Um, Allen had a solid game. I mean, Rivers, they ran the ball really well in that game. It was just a great run game. Uh, honestly, the 4 o'clock, you need a 4 o'clock QB. So, Wilson, Stafford, he took one of them. Derek Carr had a solid game today, too. Beat, they beat the Lions. No one was Matt Moore. Yo, he played well. They take down the, the Vikings. Obviously, he didn't have the monster game, but hey. Yeah, that got you some points, but you needed Wilson. He had over 30 points. Running backs. God, this is just painful, man. It, it's like Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook were primed to have some good games, right? And Nick Chubb. All three of these guys. Great matchups. You know, these teams were, like, they were in some big kind of win scenarios. Um, and none of them hit. I mean, it's it just like they didn't have that game. McCaffrey, you need McCaffrey. So that was, you just had to spend up for it. it his price is just, it's so, like, you don't want to do it. But then you have to have the idea that it's like, I might have to. Because he's just he's just going off. Josh Jacobs hit. That was a solid play. And then Melvin. I said Melvin, man. Melvin had two touchdowns. twenty Over 20 points. The no-one pick hit. Jamal Williams, he had a touchdown. 
All right, wide receivers. Kenny Galladay, I mean, it was a great matchup. He had a solid game. Tyler Lockett, I said to take him with Wilson. There's your that was that probably alone was setting you up to have a great day. Allen Robinson, I mean, just Trubisky, just he missed some some throws, but I only said him because I thought he was gonna have I thought he was gonna have a monster game against the secondary. He's been pretty solid this year. DJ Moore, his price was just phenomenal. I said it, and Preston Williams, two touchdowns. What the hell's going on here? All these guys. The no one. Eh, Demarius. Eh. Donald sucks. It's just, it's, it's it's I think it's safe to say. Like this QB class of it went Baker, Donald, Allen, Lamar. I feel like I'm missing someone. Who cares? And Rosen. Rosen. It's I I think it's down to two. I mean, I mean, three of these QBs are playing like shit. I I think it's down to Allen and Lamar. Allen doesn't even have a supporting cast around him, and he he's making plays, winning games. Yeah, he went up against the Redskins, but guess what? It doesn't matter. Like he like he's keeping his team in the game, and he's a quarterback that like, dude, get him some freaking like he's got John Brown. Get them something. Like, wh- I don't understand why this isn't a team that's going. I said it before. Go get AB. You're a playoff contending team right now. Go get a weapon that might actually give you a chance. Screw the. You're Buffalo. Screw the shot sideshow. What do you have to lose? You sign AB, you're, you, you ride it. If he, if he comes and plays, he plays. If he doesn't, then don't take a hike. But go get some talent. Like, this is a team. Like, your defense is solid. You got Singletary playing solid, too. Dawson Knox is a nice young rookie tight end. Frank the Tank. He's still running. I, I, every week I see him out there. I'm like, he just, he just, every week he's just out there. He's got his helmet on. He's running, running right into walls. I think it's safe to say I'd, I'd run through a brick wall for Frank Gore. He's, he's done it. Too many times. He he deserves someone to run through a wall for him. Frank the Tank. That's what I'm saying, man. It's just... Darnold, I, I mean, ugh. You lose to the Dolphins. This all started because I said Demarius is my no-one pick. It looked like Darnold was primed to have a day with Le'Veon. He hit Crowder off. Like the, the Crowder had like 14 points in the first six minutes of that game. I mean, they don't even have. They traded away Kenyon Drake. Xavier Howard went on IR. They don't have. They traded away Tunsil. And then Fitzpatrick just unleashes the magic against you. They People thought this was the worst team ever. And they, you just beat them. How the hell did they beat the Cowboys? Is this, like, what are we getting at here? Where's the consistency? Demarius, no one pick. Sucked. All right, tight ends, you need hurts. I don't want to, I don't, I, I'm sorry. That was a really quick, like, just flip the script, move on type scenario. But I can't, I can't talk about the Jets. Ugh. Ugh. 
No. Ertz had a solid game, finally. Hunter Henry. Yo, Hunter Henry's balling, man. Credit to him. He's just playing out of his mind. That was the, like, and that was the thing is that people don't like taking the tight ends, and if you do, you like you gotta rely on it. Right now, Kelsey was just not Kelsey and Ertz were the top two going, and they really haven't. I mean, Kelsey doesn't have Mahomes yet, but they haven't been going. Hunter Henry went like round like six, round five. I told Ogre that was gonna be he was gonna have the same type of season as Kittle. There was really not. I didn't think there was that much separation. He's just he's been hurt. But yeah, Zach Ertz, his price, like I said, was really good, six thousand. I mean, how do you not like that? You can take the one of the top tight ends in the league at a, a really reasonable price. Like the next tight end under him, I thought was Johnu Smith. Johnu. Defense. I said I like the Panthers. I mean, I, a lot of people took the Bills. I like the. I, I said the Panthers were a great value. Got eleven points. So, all right. Like I said, I was gonna read the first place lineup in this in my in the Millie pool right now. Two hundred thirty-three points. Russell Wilson. He was. I just said his name. I said that he had to pay off for McCaffrey at thirty-six. He was the most highest point scorer position player. Melvin. He had Melvin Gordon, twenty-four. Tyler Lockett, thirty-three point seven. Preston Williams, twenty-one point seven. Holy shit! Okay, so we're we're cooking right now. You put Metcalf in. See, that's bold. When people take two receivers on the same team, you're saying something. Like, you, you, that's that's your research. Zach Ertz, 21. And then he had Panthers D and he took Marvin Jones. I don't take the wide receivers, the flex, but it obviously it's paid off for this guy today. A lot. Shit. But hey, like I said, I, I gave you over half this lineup. One, two, three, four, five, six. Out of nine players, I gave you, and I said you should, these are people you should be looking at taking. So, I think it's safe to say you should have cashed out pretty handsomely taking those picks. I am just bad at combinations. I, I, I don't know. I say the players, then I put the wrong combination in. Just, it happens. God damn it. All right. We got one more thing to get to. Everyone just chill out. Everyone's got to chill out. I have to chill out here. Is Daniel Jones going to beat the Cowboys tonight? I am feeling it. I think he will. I think that... I actually think this is... Because remember the week one game where Dak came out and he lit it up? He's like, oh, Dak Prescott, look at these throws. Throws five touchdowns. Eli Manning can't stand up in the pocket straight because... Damn it, someone forgot his cane. This I think this is going to be a completely different game. Jones, Saquon, Evan Ingram. Obviously, they don't have uh Sterling Shepard, he's still in concussion protocol. They added Leonard Williams. I, I'm I really think the Giants are gonna win this game. If you're looking at doing a lineup, put in Evan Ingram. He's this Mr. 17 points against the Cowboys. It's like every time. But I I I don't I think that this this game is gonna have no defense. I really think there's gonna be some scoring. 
And I I can't believe like the the Giants are actually it, it's this, it's this storyline that Gettleman got all this this shit when he took Daniel Jones right. Dan Jones had two really good games a season that shows that he has that potential to be a top type like steps. I don't even know what to say. Quarterback. But this offense still has the weapons to be good. You know, even though they traded, he got shit for trading Odell, but he added a piece on defense. Look where they, uh, I think they have more wins than the Browns right now. The Browns are just shit, a shit fest. They need their own term. They're still they're still in the shit. I'm gonna lose my bet with the Browns having a better record than the Steelers this year. That's where we are. But he, then he took Daniel Jones, and people said, well, "Why didn't you t- take Dwayne Haskins?" That's already. I think that's already been. You know, I mean, Haskins has. He's got a good size. You know, he's he had a great career in college. He was just people's first choice. Because I don't think they watch enough Daniel Jones. I didn't watch enough Daniel Jones. Guy went to Duke. Who watches Duke football? Unless you unless you find your sweaty parlay and they, that's what you need. That's the only time you watch Duke football. No, nah, they've been better. I shouldn't say that. But yeah, I'm 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 sticking to this. I think that the the Giants are going to beat the Cowboys. I think the, the Cowboys thing is that they are very inconsistent. You know, they want to – they have these games against bad teams where they look amazing. Then they have these games against the Jets where they, they lose. Then they beat – they spank the Eagles. I think that this is going to be, you know – I'm, I'm taking the Giants. I got a gut feeling. All right, guys. As always – Follow the podcast at Seamers Pod, Twitter and Instagram. We're gonna come have some new content coming out soon. Hopefully, Sixers stay undefeated. I mean, it was just a great weekend. I'm 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 just gonna say all Philly all Philly sports are clicking right now. We had a good weekend. We need the Cowboys to lose. So this was Seamers season one episode twenty seven. Solo podcast with your boy Greed. We'll see you tomorrow.